I did my makeup. What's she giving? Mm. Not the best uh, lighting. Not the best um, camera angle, but <sighs> work with me. Work with me. Vodka and green tea. She is delicious. I was about to say, she is taking it, honey. You can't get me in the chokehold. <clears throat> Let's get to some Reddit. It's 2024. I'm feeling beautiful. I'm feeling appreciated. I hope all my bad biddies out there is feeling the same. I hope we're still out here chasing dreams. I hope we out here getting money. I hope we standing on business, ignoring fuck niggas. <laughs> okay. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Hmm. <laughs> it's been a minute, y'all. It's been a minute. I've recorded so many videos and did not upload them. I say it's in the beginning of all of them. I hope I upload this one. I don't know what it is about me uh, recording. Oh, let me show you the painting that me and my bookie made. We made four, but I'm just going to show you one because I want to hang it up when I get my apartment. How cute is this? Oh, she's an artiste. And yes, I'm getting my apartment. I'm moving out. I, um... Where can I say this? I, um, oh, it's gonna fall. You can't even see her up here. Whatever. She's beautiful. I'm moving out, I'm getting my apartment. I, trading in my renegade to get my Wrangler. And then after that, we're out of here. It's been a year at the mommy's place and I've loved it. 2023 was amazing. Seriously, the year I turned 30, I was not expecting it to be that great. Beyonce came through with the Renaissance tour, Chef's Kiss. Ugh. It was an amazing year. An amazing, amazing year. So many accomplishments. So much, so much done for mental health. So I hope that was on some of y'all uh, New Year's resolutions. Is it? Yes, resolution. <laughs> you know, black people love correcting motherfuckers. Um, I hope y'all out here thriving. Wishing for great mental health. <sighs> it's up to you. It's up to you. Um, I kind of sort of want to just go to the millennials. 
and see what's happening with y'all. I think a lot of you guys are dying. Not literally, but like mentally, I'm concerned. And it's not that I'm not dying. I'm just choosing to ignore the negativity and only focus on the positive. So that's why life is perfect. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, wow, look at this. I'm tempted to just put my iPad in the screen instead of going back and editing this, but I don't know how true this is because we can't just go off of what people post. But it says in 2009, rent was $6.90 a month. I'll just, I'll put the added up. And in 2023, it's now $1,100 a month. And minimum wage is still $7.25. Yeah, the apartment that I want to move into is a studio, but it's giving like loft style. It's very pretty. Or it kind of reminds me of like um, if you lived in a, a hotel suite. That's what it kind of looks like to me. Um, and it's only like $8.90 a month. Love that. Love that. So yeah, that's where we're going. I can't afford anything else. I mean, I could, that's actually cheaper than the rent that I was paying with before. So I could afford more, but I figured why pay more in rent just because uh, my income has grown a tad when I can use that money towards, I don't know, stuffing my fat face. <laughs> ah, millennials have less money than any other generation at any other point in US history. Is this true? There's no way. They said Gen X too, but we're talking about millennials. Wow. So millennials make more than previous generations, but oh, much more too. I guess that is absolutely true. College was did not used to be as expensive as it was. Um, who's paying back their... Um, uh, student loans. Why? Stop. Stop that. Stop. Stop. Oh my God. Home ownership is also seen as key to wealth generation for millennials. But how many out here is, um, who out here trying to buy a home? Y'all out here trying to buy houses? Y'all out here trying to own houses? I hope that wasn't on y'all. See, some things you just have to give up in order to achieve happiness. I don't want to be a homeowner. You know why? Because I'm already poor. Why would I dream of owning a home when I'm poor? That makes no sense. Mm. poor people don't get to dream so stop house prices are a big or a factor in widening the income gap within the current generation the poorest 25 oh wait this is about canadians i hate to be 
um, brainwashed by South Park propaganda, but Canadians, Drake, ew, ew. You know what I'm standing on on 2024? I low key, no, that's a lie. I was about to say, I don't want to listen to any more male artists, but Lil Wayne's, um, um, his mixtapes are always going to be on repeat in my shit, so. Oh. Yeah. I said, this must be true if it was posted and then removed from TikTok. Gag, okay? Because they don't, they don't want y'all knowing. They don't want y'all knowing the tea. All right, but let's get out of here. That's depressing. We're poor. We know it. Who cares? Who cares? Um, there was a post that I wanted to see, so let's just let's just read it. Um, do you guys remember AOL Messenger? Do you remember just message boards in like that era of life? Oh my God, the trouble. The trouble. Do you remember talking to people? I oh my god! So, story time. When I was, I can't remember the age, but I was in middle school. When I was in middle school, I want to say like seventh or eighth grade. No, I'm thinking like maybe sixth or seventh grade. One Christmas, my mom bought me a computer for my own room. And until then, or before then, we had a computer, but it was like the family computer. So we had a computer room that everybody would use that one computer. One Christmas, she gets me my own computer. Oh, the trouble that I got in. Girl, I was, I mean, the chat rooms the chat rooms honey i just i learned so much i learned so much and i was just this ugly ass girl <laughs> this ugly ass little girl on the internet like i loved me a chat room honey I love me a chat room. I remember when the new boys first came out and they had a fan website. And on their website, they had a chat room. Me and my friend will be on there cracking up. Like, because people will just be on there saying and doing the dumbest things. I remember one time there was this girl on there pretending that she was, um, what was the light-skinned boy's name? Legacy? Pretending that he, she was his sister. And she kept saying like, Y'all don't need to be in here saying that my brother is fine. Like, that's so annoying. Like, saying you want to be with my boo. Why is your username Legacy's wife? Like, my brother don't got no wife. Like, girl, you are not Legacy's little sister. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, but that was the fun part about chat rooms is that you could literally go online and create a life that was non-existent. Obviously, looking back at it now, it's giving mental illness, but it was so fun. It was so fun. But um, I wanted to read this post because it was so interesting to me because although I was on there being toxic and probably being like an internet bully at times and I don't know, just being a, a kid, being a weirdo and gossiping and talking about girl stuff, talking about, um, oh my God, I remember... Um, 
Raven Simone used to have a fan site and we would I would go in her chat rooms and it would just be so fun. They weren't all toxic. Some of them were loving and it was just really showing your support for whatever celebrity at the time that you stood or standed for. Um, it was back when standing wasn't like the barbs for Nicki Minaj are like <sighs> I'm pretty sure people back then were wishing death on others but I promise you it wasn't girl it wasn't getting screenshotted and posted and then you were getting canceled and fired from your job because why are you telling people to kill themselves and calling people the n-word when you're white on the internet social media might be our downfall um but anyway this question says Anyone else talk to strangers on AOL back in the day and have you ever met up with them? I've never met up with someone that I um, created a friendship with over the internet, but I want to hear about who did. Wow, 2003. So let's read some of the responses. So this person says, yes, I use chat often around age 12. Um, except I pretended I was a 28-year-old divorce attorney from New York City who was six foot tall, blonde, with a 34D bust. Never met anyone, thank God. I mostly talked about my life as an attorney, which I obviously knew nothing about. So my chatmates probably thought I was insane. Do you see how they just made up? Why did you make up breast size? Because motherfuckers with eggs. Why did she make up the color of her hair? Why were you a six foot tall blonde? I don't know. And then it's like, why did you choose to be a divorced attorney? We were so creative back then. Where is the creativity now? Nobody's creative anymore. I'm speaking of that. I'm so tired of recycled motherfucking ass beats. Stop taking an old popular song, taking the beat and then rap it. Nicki Minaj's everybody. Do we dare talk about Nicki Minaj's um, Pink Friday 2 album? Should we do a review of that? Because I got something to say about that. Because some of the songs are bops. But if we're being honest... The album's not... We'll do a review. We'll do a review. Um, Let's read what somebody else on here was doing. <laughs> I just we were just so crazy someone said age 11 <laughs> when they were logging on to AOL um they pretended to be a 29 year old single mother of two trying to find the right teaching job I rationalized it in my head by saying I wanted two kids and I was using my two favorite dolls for a reference plus I wanted to be a teacher then so it felt right <laughs> She says, sorry to AIM user trick clip from back in the day. I had this person invested in my children's well-being. I really wish I could meet up with all the people that I used to talk to um, in chat rooms and wonder what their life is like today. And then wonder what they really look like, who they really are. Like, we were psychopaths and we're the adults today. Is the future in our hands? We dropped it. We've been dropped it. We've been dropped the future. I mean, not really. It was a bad toss. When they passed the future to us, it was 
it was in pieces. So it just it slipped right through our fingers. Not our fault. Not our fault. Um, <laughs> once when I was a baby goth, I was talking to Marilyn Manson online while he was on tour. Gave him my phone number. A man with a deep voice <laughs> called my house while I was sitting at the dinner table with my family. The way my dad looked at me as he handed me the phone. Very, very short conversation. Never did that shit again. Now, what I'm not sharing about my online life <laughs> is the times when I got caught. It was so fun being sneaky online until your parents caught you. Talked fucking bad to you because it's like, bitch, you're weird as fuck. What are you doing on the internet pretending to be someone else, talking to strangers? Like, is my baby slow? What kind of daughter did I raise? Like, but I promise it was just, it was just fun. It was just fun. I just... It was harmless, childless, <laughs> childless fun. <laughs> we were idiots, y'all. We were idiots. And kids today don't understand because, yeah, we were pretending to be grown online in message boards, in chat rooms, but in real life, we was climbing trees. We was going to our, we was walking to our friend's house, like being kids, like playing video games, playing in makeup, talking about boys, talking about the episode of Pretty Little Liars that came on last night. Like, girl, we were girls. And nowadays it's like, no, these kids have to act grown online and in real life. Yikes. I'm so glad I grew up when I grew up, like the era that I'm from. I'm so happy to be a 90s baby born in 93, the best year to be born in, because I just feel like childhood back then was so much more fun than childhoods today and soon to be in the future, because it just seems like there's way more pressure. And it's crazy because back then I remember feeling not pretty and, um, you know, I was still affected by what society considered normal and pretty and having to live up to those type of standards and then not meeting those standards and then feeling out of place, not a whack. Um, but it just seems so much more harsh now. It seems so much more um, evil now. Whereas back in the day, if I said, I'm not really a fan of Nicki Minaj. I prefer so-and-so-and-so. It would That would just simply just be that. And that would be the end of the conversation. Whereas now today, it's like if you say that online, um, people are leaking your address and wishing death on you. Because you don't like Nicki Minaj. Are you okay? Are y'all okay? I'm gonna stop asking if millennials is okay. It's Gen, it's Gen X. Is it Gen X or Gen Z? I think it's Gen Z. Whatever's after millennials, you Jenners, you Jenners. Pray for them, baby. Pray for them. 
Let's read another one. I remember being in a chat room with a friend. Oh my God, the funnest was when you would be on the phone with a friend after school or the weekend or whatever, and then y'all are on the computer at the same time in the same chat room. But like the people in the chat room don't know y'all know each other, but it, it just be, it just be so much fun because you can talk so much shit and team up on motherfuckers. Ugh, the thrill. I remember being in a chat room with a friend at her house and we were we were pretending to be somebody in their 20s and some guy I met, I think she messaged us to cyber. But of course we were kids and we had no idea how to do any kind of dirty talk. So the person would be like, I'm taking off your dress. And we reply with, okay. <laughs> I think our response to anything that they wrote was just okay. To this person's credit, they stopped and were like, I'm not sure that you're into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People used to cyber back in the day. And I do remember um, getting, um, like sitting on a computer with like me and my friend or like me and my cousin, and we would go in chat rooms together. And I remember this one time, oh my God, this one specific chat room was so cool because it's like you could make an avatar. It wasn't IMUV, IMVU, whatever it's called, because it wasn't like a whole ass um, person you were creating. Like it was, it was your your icon was this this big, you know, it was tiny, and you could just make a little person with from here, <laughs> you know. If you remember the end.com when we used to have avatars on there, it was like that how your profile picture would be on there. Um, that one was so fun though, because their avatars kind of looked like brats, like brat dolls. So they kind of, they had the big lips and the big eyes and those type of hairstyles and things. Um, but this one time, O-M-G. So me and my cousin are in the chat room, just, I don't know, messing with people, talking shit, laughing, having a good time. I don't know where my mom's like. Um, Trinity needs to go out. That was our dog at the time. I'm like, okay, I'll walk her. And I'm like, you know what we can do? Because I just got walkie-talkies for Christmas. I'm like, you can have one walkie-talkie because this is at the time when neither one of us had cell phones. Um, and I'll take another walkie-talkie. You can tell me what's going on while I'm walking Trinity. She's like, okay, cool. So this girl, oh my God. I'm in the middle of putting my shoes on and my coat to walk the dog. I haven't even left the house yet. She knows this. She knows I'm downstairs. She go on radio on the walkie-talkie. Mind you, I'm at the bottom of the steps and my dad and everybody else is in the living room so they can hear when she comes over on the walkie-talkie. She goes, oh my God, Brianna, why did this girl just say she had sex with 50 Cent? I'm like, my dad gonna go, what did she just say? I was like, I don't know you. And I just went outside. I started walking a dog. <clears throat> so he says to her um, while I'm gone, like, yo, what are y'all doing on the chat room? Y'all don't need to be on here. Like, this is crazy. What is people on here talking about sex? And da -da -da -da. We were kids. We were kids. Um, we had no business talking about shit like that. But that's what made it fun. And what made it harmless was that it was a chat room like <clears throat> we never did anything stupid like gave our location or sent pictures or talked about anything personal to be honest like the fun part was that you would go on there and lie like you know and 
everybody else was lying. So wasn't nobody looking up IP addresses and tracking you down. Wasn't nobody on no pedophile shit. Although I know there are instances where that probably did happen, but that wasn't happening over here. But I remember coming back after walking a dog, <laughs> coming up to my room and being like, bitch, why would you say that on the walkie talkie when I haven't even left the house yet? She said, mm -hmm. idiots. I'm surprised they didn't take away my walkie talkies in a computer for that. Whew. Whew. Now, why that person decided to say that they had sex with 50 Cent? I do not know. I do not know. But girl, I want to go back. I want to go back. I remember a couple years ago, I want to say like, probably like four, four years ago, I tried logging or just doing a search to see if like chat rooms and message boards was still a thing. And it's not. Nothing was popping. Nothing was kicking. I'm like, shit, this is lame, lame, lame. Because if Reddit is still alive after all these years, then why can't there be a chat room that's cool and thriving in all these years? Um, but now that I think about it, for the new generation, it's that there, it's it's like Twitch, tw uh, Twitch chat rooms for them. Like how someone will stream and then their chat will be talking to them into each other. That's kind of y'all version. Which isn't bad, but it's just not as fun. It's just not as fun because you could get away with so much. I mean, people will be saying the most vulgar, racist, horrible things, but it, it stayed in the chat room. <laughs> or like it stayed between you and your friend. Like... We wasn't screenshotting what someone was saying and looking them up, trying to, I don't know, maybe that lifestyle needed to die because it was very toxic, but it was a toxicness that us millennials at the time understood. You know, we all had a common understanding of what we were here to do and what we were doing. So it never, that's the problem with, the generation after us y'all don't one know when to quit y'all take things too fucking far and y'all don't know how to just vibe just vibe <sighs> whatever y'all be doing too much i feel like the the generation after us is too obsessed with revenge and vengeance but what if? What if? Look, someone said, when I was 12, and this is a girl, she said that she would go into chat rooms and pretend to be an old man and dirty talk to other people her age. There was a lot wrong with us back then. Do you see what I mean? This was a young girl on the internet terrorizing other young girls. Yes, we were psychos, but it was... It was different. It was different. Like now, now, ah, I guess the real dirty old men ruined it. So <sighs> men ruin everything. All right. One more. Then we're moving on. When I was 13, I ended up chatting on AOL with a cousin of someone I knew. We were 
um, initially just two teens awkwardly sexting. We didn't ever really talk on the phone, but somehow built some kind of substantial relationship. 18 years later, she randomly messaged me on Facebook and said she was in my city and wanted to meet up. It was a little weird, but fun. Oh, see, that's what I... I don't even remember my usernames back then. I don't even know how people could find me. Uh, I want to I wanna meet up with people I used to chat with. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. All right, next. <clears throat> I... A 27-year-old female shit my pants in front of my boyfriend, who is 31. Now, I would be... Let's just read it first before I comment. Because let's see what type of guy he is. Um, She said, technically, I shit on the floor. Excuse me. I hate going to the bathroom with my boyfriend around. This time, we were spending four days together, so I held my bowels the entire time. Day three, today, while he's in the shower, I can feel the demon inside me trying to escape. I pinch my cheeks together as tight as I possibly can, and there's a brown, battering ram trying to escape my anus. I'm frozen stiff, knees locked, ass clenched. I can't move. Then I feel it. As I'm standing there, legs twisted tight, it happens. I shat on the floor and it wouldn't stop. <laughs> there was no hiding what happened. I hear his shower turn off and I explained for him to not come outside. I told him I just peed on the floor and he gives me a, what the fuck are you in drugs response? But there is no truly hiding the atrocity that was committed. I come clean and explain that I'm so paranoid about going to the bathroom in front of him that I held it for three days and my body gave out on me. Your body betrayed you, girl. But why? I'm not holding my poop for three days. I don't care. How long have y'all been dating? Because I'm not going to lie. My boyfriend, um, I didn't want to poop in front of him for the, I want to say like the first three or four times we hung out. But after I started spending days at his house, Baby, I gotta poop. Put your AirPods in. I gotta go. Anyway, we went to Home Depot. <laughs> we got a carpet shampooer. Oh, he has carpet too instead of hardwood floors. Oh, that's horrible because there's going to be a shit stain. I don't care how good of a carpet cleaner you bought. <laughs> He's currently shampooing the carpet as I type this, trying to find release somehow, some way. To make matters worse, his brother was home and heard the entire thing. I'm stuck in shock, honestly, and could have used some comforting words. Girl. Girl. I mean, he cleaned it. <laughs> Get you a man that will clean your shit off of his carpet. Let that be a, a message. She didn't say anything about him shaming her, making her feel weird. I mean, he's probably going to make fun of her. I mean, you got to. You got to make fun of somebody that shits their pants. It's just too hilarious not to. But he's cleaning your shit. He didn't say, yo, go to Home Depot, 
buy the most expensive carpet cleaner, shampoo, thingamajiggy you can find and clean my motherfucking carpet, then get the fuck out. He didn't do that. He didn't say that. He, ladies, get you a man that will clean your shit off of his carpet. That's the moral of the story, if you ask me. The other lesson, um, don't hold your shit for three days. Or plan your shits out. If you know you're going to be eating crazy, or if you know you normally poop in the morning, do what you got to do and take the opportunity when you see it. For example, if there's more than one bathroom, while he's using one, you go to the other. Lay some, line the inside of the toilet. Don't put too much toilet paper in there because you're going to clog that bitch and that's going to be a whole nother situation. Just one, two, three, four. Line the inside of the toilet so that you don't create no poop streaks. Okay? It also helps so that um, your poo-poo is not making any splashing noises because that can be quite embarrassing too. Handle your business. Bring wet wipes, something that is comfortable for both the coochie and the booty area that will not irritate your skin or give you BV so that you can wipe after done. You need to wet wipe. We need a dry wipe. And we need to wet wipe. Get it good. Because if you do do before sex, you don't want to be bending over and he see poo-poo crumbs. Or he see toilet paper poo-poo crumbs. Come on, girls. Okay? Get you one that smells good, but that's good for your downstairs parts. And then bring you the um, spray. It's called spray before you go. You spray it into the toilet. No smell will rise. No smell will rise. And just for safe measures, spray two more in the air after you're done. You're done. No poop strings. No doo-doo crumbs in the booty. You're not smelling like shit yourself. And the bathroom doesn't stink. You're welcome. <clears throat> Moving on. <clears throat> All right, last one, I think. Um, I almost kind of don't care about this because you know how when you're in a healthy relationship, you don't care to talk about unhealthy relationships. But when you're in an unhealthy relationships, all you want to talk about is unhealthy relationships. Which is why the people, the men on the internet that are complaining about black women and how they don't submit to them, how um, they're too masculine, whatever complaints, how they're too uppity, they want money, they whatever. Those are people, those are unhappy people. Unhappy people talk about unhappy things. What do you look like? A happy person trying to have an intellectual conversation with an unhappy person. 
It don't matter how much sense you make. It don't matter how many facts you throw. You can't get through that barrier of negativity that they got up because they're fucking miserable. 2024, focus on your own happiness and watch the life around you, your life, change for the better. And that doesn't mean that you should be ignoring um, pain and other things that your family and loved ones may be going through because you're like, girl, I'm in a good space. I'm happy. I ain't, I ain't trying to hear you cry over this nigga no more. No, you can still be the shoulder to lean on, you know. <clears throat> Give them some words of wisdom and some encouragement. I always tell people, baby, I used to date the most narcissistic, evil human being in the world. Skin breaking out, ass flat, just ugly as all hell, miserable as fuck. And, and it, it showed. It was in me. It was on me. until so I decided... I can't be around this because I can't take it. I can't take it. It's not good for me. It's not good for my skin. It's not good for me. And literally, as soon as I started on that journey to positivity and happiness and doing um, what I needed to do in order to protect my mental health, literally, my ass started getting fatter. I'm not even joking. I would get up and show you my butt now, but... I have on sweatpants and so it just, it doesn't look, I'm not going to lie, it always looks amazing. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing, but neither here nor there. I kind of don't want to read any negative ass relationship shit because it's like, who cares? If you're unhappy in your relationship, leave right now. Ghost. Don't say why. Don't communicate. Just stop talking to them. You'll be fine. <clears throat> oh, let's read this. I'm sorry, but I cannot stand to see other black women, especially other dark-skinned black women, lust after white men so unashamed. I get being hurt by black men. Trust me. Me of all people, I understand. I've never felt that pressure from the greater black community to only date just black men with all of my dating experiences. I can say that the behaviors of those black men showed were not exclusive to them. They were exclusive to men with the same family family dynamics and toxic masculinity. I'm turned off by pasta and lobster comments because it's actually embarrassing to watch and read. Watching hundreds of black girls comment on a white boy's post, pasta and lobster crying emoji, it's embarrassing. Second to that, no one is coming to save you. No white man is going to be happy about the fact that they're being used essentially as a status symbol in a paycheck. Also, leaving your houses with those crazy looking wigs the trendsetters have convinced themselves bring black women a wealthy white man. Did you ever think your self-esteem and attitudes towards relationships are why you don't have a wealthy white man, let alone a man, period? This is awkward because I'm dating a white man. <laughs> Girl, he's my first. 
11. But, um, I kind of get what she's saying, though, because it's like, even though I'm dating a white guy, I don't, um, like, I'm not on the internet, like, girl, I've been gave up on black men. I Get yourself a white boy, girl. That's where it's at. He be spending money. He be taking me here and there. And I'm going to do, 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 do. He do this. He do that. Do, do that. Because then I feel like it becomes the annoyance of the black men that be like, you got to date outside your race because they're better than black women. They're more submissive. Um, you know, they cook, they clean, they um, wash up everything. Uh... A man is a man. White, black, Puerto Rican, Asian, it doesn't matter. A man go man. <laughs> you know, so I don't think it's a race thing about um, the way men treat women. But I will say this. This is the happiest relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> This is the most normal relationship I've ever been in. And this is the most comfortable I've ever been in a relationship. But not to give the white man too much credit. Um, this also has to do with because I've matured. I'm older now, so I know what I want and what I don't want in a relationship. I know what I'm willing to stand for and what I'm not willing to accept. Um, it's been through a lot of trials and errors. So honestly, it does, it has nothing to do with the fact that, oh, he's white and that's why this relationship is better than the ones in my past. It's no, I'm more mature and I'm more vocally, um, I'm more vocal about what I want in a relationship. Um, because I've, I've done that with other black men that I've dated, um, and they were either able to deliver or they weren't. So they were either able to get with the program or not. And that's just that. Like, <clears throat> I know a white boy I follow on IG now still talking about Sneaky Lincoln. He's 31. So it's it has nothing to do with race. But it does, it does give a little, it's a little kind of like, girl, what you doing when... It is like a black woman in a white man's comments talking about, oh my God, white boy summer. And <clears throat> I don't know, that Jack Harlow song that's going viral. I don't know if it's still viral. Um, that had everybody in a chokehold about uh, white boys. It's, it's a little weird because I feel like it's just like with any white um, man or woman, they always do this, this thing where they'll see um, that they can gain clout, popularity, attention from the black community by either catering to us and being like, oh my God, I love black queens. I love black men. They're amazing. It's 10 out of 10 recommend type deal. <clears throat> or they'll do the opposite and be like, and be trying to like, they'll purposely do blackface or they'll, they'll purposely say the N-word or They'll have a black scent because they know people are going to come and be like, bitch, what the fuck? Because it draws attention. Negativity draws attention just like um, praise. And that's why you have to be careful with which white people you choose to stand for. Because it always comes out sooner or later. Like, 
that they they weren't doing it for genuine reasons. But you can you can tell very easily which ones are genuine and which ones aren't. I have a genuine one. <laughs> I have a genuine one because you can tell by the vibes and the things that they say. People cannot hide who they are no matter how hard they try. They will always slip up and expose themselves. So take with that what you will. Um, I don't care white, black, Indian. <clears throat> I will never give praise to a man. Are you crazy? On the internet, I will never be in a man's comments like, damn, you are fine. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. You know why? Not because I have a boyfriend. Not because I'm in a relationship. But because it's like talking to yourself. You know? It's not like when you leave messages, like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna comment on Megan Thee Stallion's post and be like, oh my god, you're so fucking beautiful and amazing. I wish nothing but the best for you. You're fucking awesome. That's different. That feels different. Because I feel like we need that love. And I feel like men get enough. They, we don't need to give them any more. They get better pay. They get to sleep with as many people as they want to without being shamed for it. They get to attack. They get to harass. They get to assault and still have a um, support system behind them. So... Yeah, no. Y'all don't need anything from me. Y'all will be fine. <laughs> but all right, that's it. That's it. I'm going to hop in the shower, finish my drink. Um, next video, I want to talk about Nicki Minaj's Pink Friday 2 album. We're going to... um. We're going to go over each song. We're going to really dive into it because there's like maybe four on there that I love bangers. Um, but mm, I know they're going to eat me up. They're going to eat me up. But the truth needs to be said. And even back when I was a fan of Nikki, I was always honest. Okay. When she released Queen. I was like in love with her at the time. And like I so desperately wanted that album to fucking slap. But there's just something about her when it comes to a body of work that just falls short. Like it's not that the songs aren't good, but it's it's not giving a body of work. You know what I mean? Think about an album that you can listen to, no skips, that means something. It's not just a bunch of random sounds like they're searching for a number one. Like they're greedy for, when you're greedy for numbers, it shows in your work and it, it it's, it's not what you should be chasing after. Chase after your craft, your art. Produce something that you're proud of. Whereas if you, because I know every artist has certain songs, like no matter 
what type of energy they pulled into it or they're just like oh I really don't I don't know why I made that song I don't know where my head was at when I put that out Ugh, you know but I feel like Nikki feels like that about a lot of her music um whereas I feel like people like I hate to keep bringing up Beyonce, but Beyonce has a beautiful body of work. You know what I mean? And every album didn't go number one. Every single didn't go number one. Um, whatever. But the music, the talents, the art, the passion was there. And that's what made it so good. So, so, so memorable. <laughs> I'm okay. I, I'm okay. I'll be stuttering over my words. M memorable. <sighs> Bitch, I don't know if I got a lisp. I don't know if um, I have a speech impediment, but a bitch be stumbling. And I, I, I fall face flat every time, but you get what I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, I might talk about that. That might be the next video that I want to upload. Other than that, though, I'm going to keep pumping these videos out. I don't give a fuck who listening, who ain't, bitch. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>